What's going on, boys and girls? We have a terrific episode of Two Highlights for you today. We have a special episode of our IPF Worlds Fantasy Draft. Now, a lot of you already tuned into Twitch. We have a Twitch page now. Make sure you follow it to do our live IPF Fantasy Draft. We already recorded that. It is archived. Check it out. These are the first four rounds of it. We had some of our biggest Two Highlights fans come on and do this fantasy draft. And this was just a really fun thing to do, just to interact with some of the people that we already do interact with, either through Instagram or in person. But bring them on the show, have some fun with IPF World and coming up, uh, kind of build upon what we've already done in the past as far as preview shows, and just a competitive between me and Steve, trying to get things right. And we expanded to more people, more people to be competitive with. So again, these are the first four rounds. Uh, we did the entire thing live on Twitch. Towards like the later rounds, it got a little bit repetitive and just us trying to figure out who the lifters were because IPF Worlds is not quite like Raw Nationals where there's a little bit bigger of a talent pool. And also we know most of the lifters either through Instagram, social media, or just simply in person. So these are the first four rounds again. A lot of fun. We are going to release the rosters uh, shortly on Two White Lights Instagram page and check out the teams and also decide a winner. Winner gets a free Two White Light shirt. And we will do this probably again for other competitions. Um, one that comes to mind definitely is Raw Nationals. I think this really works. And we can have a whole another list of people, fans, uh, potential fantasy owners, if you will, come on the show and you know interact with us. I think it'll be a lot of fun. We can do it on Twitch again. And yeah, remember, we're on Twitch, so make sure you follow that. But Fun episode, hope you guys like it, but before we get into the episode, got to talk to you guys about Leflar Bros. Ladies and gentlemen, go to leflarbros.com, make sure you're following on Instagram, and check out their merchandise. They continuously drop new, fresh, dope designs, and I cannot get enough of it. Right now, I am wearing joggers, a tank top, and a dad hat, all from Leflar Bros. It is Leflar Bros from head to toe, and I look the best I've ever had. It is fantastic. I put them on today, even my girlfriend was like, damn, you look good in those joggers. I agree, I look great in the joggers, and you can too if you use promo code 2WL15. Save yourself some money on Leflar Bros merchandise, you will not be disappointed, and follow them on Instagram, you get the drops, you get the quick announcements on whenever they release something new, and they are coming up with more athletes, they're signing more athletes in the USAPL, and I'm very, very excited to see that. Leffler Bros, great for powerlifting, even better in making you look good. Also, make sure you are buying Two White Lights merchandise as well on LeffleurBros.com. You can get yourself some new Two White Lights merch. We just released our Twitching Out Tees. With us being on Twitch, we got to get a tee. That one is fantastic. Design that looks great. You can use that same promo code, 2WL15, to save yourself some money on Two White Lights merchandise that is only sold on LeffleurBros.com. Also... Make sure you are checking out Lift.net Stoic Gear. I wear Stoic Gear in the gym and on the platform, and the reason why, it is quality, it is good, it is fantastic, it helps my performance, it helps all my lifts, and it is affordable. So all these different uh, powerlifting equipment companies, you know, sometimes you're just buying the label. You're just buying the logo. You're not doing that with Stoic because it's affordable and it's quality, and you're going to look great, you're going to feel great, and also, you're going to save some money by using promo code ANGELO10. So there's affordable knee sleeves, singlets, wrist straps are more affordable. Use that promo code ANGELO10. And they just released deadlift socks. 
So go on their website and check out all the merchandise that they have and use that promo code ANGELO10 to save yourself some money. Even though you can already do that because the gear is so affordable already. Also, make sure you are going to NotoriousLift.com and following me on Instagram and check out No Slip Drip Notorious Lift Deadlift Slippers. They are the best deadlift slippers in powerlifting. I had the pleasure of commentating the California State Championships in San Jose, California, and almost every single lifter there was wearing Notorious Lift. And guess what? No one looked the same because they release so many different colorways. They have so many different designs. They match everyone's unique personality, their character, and their wardrobe. That is why Notorious Lift has the best deadlift slippers. They make it unique. They make it look good. They make your deadlift feel good. Also, they have a promo code now, ANG15, ANG15. Save yourself some money on Notorious Lift, No Slip Drip Slippers. They have more drops coming out. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. Make sure you follow on Instagram because those sell out so, so, so fast. I am not exaggerating. They sell out very fast, but also continue to check them out because they re-release a lot of things too. So Notorious Lift Slippers, make sure you're getting them and use that promo code ANG15. That is ANG15. Now, a new thing. We have a new website, a new developed website. I have to thank Kyle Project Strength of the Project Strength, a proud sponsor of Two White Lights. May very well be the home of Two White Lights soon. They developed, Kyle developed a website for us and it looks fantastic. Easy to navigate if you subscribe to all the things just on there. That'll be fantastic. Subscribe to the website. We are going to try to release a lot of new content on the website. We are releasing the live stream. So the Warcat, California State Championships, the live stream is easily viewable there. So make sure you are checking out twowhitelights.com. It's the same web address. You can listen to our podcast there. You can subscribe there. And we are going to try to come up with some blogs. Um, we're going to have all the Twitch things uh, linked up to it. We are going to make the site more interactive and more like a media outlet page for powerlifting. I am very excited to work on this website. I'm very excited that Kyle developed it. Steve as well. We're both, you know, avid powerlifters and have a lot of stuff to give back. And also there might be some contributing writers. Who knows? The possibilities are endless with this Two White Lights website. Make sure you are checking it out. And also subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We are available on those platforms on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating. Leave a review as well. Tell us why you love Two White Lights. I always like hearing it. And also, make sure you're on the website. And without further ado, here it is, Two White Lights. Promise, ladies and gentlemen, we have our long-anticipated IPF World's Fantasy Draft. And the person who created this, the Oracle himself, Steve DeNovi, has worked tirelessly coming up with the rules, finding the participants. And I am going to have him explain this to the viewers. We are currently live on Twitch. We are making powerlifting podcast history. Live on Twitch and going on podcasts as well. So, Steve, the floor is yours, and we're going to get to our participants in a little bit. All right. So, 
if anyone is familiar with fantasy football, fantasy baseball, we're running a very similar setup. So we've got eight teams here, um, obviously eight different people who are going to be drafting, and we'll be talking to them as we go throughout this. Um, it's going to be a snake format. We've got 12 rounds, and so we've already uh, randomly determined the draft order. Um, it'll be a snake draft, so whoever, it'll, it'll start in round one. Whoever drafts last in round one will then get the first pick in round two. And then the opposite, whoever drafts, drafts last in round two will get the first pick in round one. From there, um, each player or team can only draft one athlete from each open weight class. So what that means is we have 16 weight classes, eight women and eight male weight classes. If you draft Amanda Lawrence number one overall, as an 84 kilo female, you can no longer draft any for any more 84 kilo females. Just like if you draft a quarterback in fantasy football, that is your one quarterback on your roster that can start. Once you draft an 84 kilo female or a 93 kilo male, et cetera, et cetera, that is your starter for that position. Now we do only have 12 rounds. So there are 16 classes. Um, every team will not have a lifter from every class, but that's completely fine. Um, that was partially for the sake that, like, once we get down too far in the list, um, we start getting lifters who really aren't uh, highly competitive for one of those top spots. That's kind of why we limited it to these 12 rounds. So um, within this, scoring will be placed based on athlete placing. So once we get into the world, we have our teams. The lower the score, the better. So using Amanda Lawrence again, if she placed us first, the person who has her on their team gets one point. And that's a good thing because at the end of it, based off of all your athletes and where they place, um, where we're going to combine all of their total points and the lowest, uh, total at the end of it is the winner. Um, in case of an athlete dropout, all non-drafted athletes and lifters, as we go through this, whoever's not drafted is left over. You can go to the waiver wire and pick them up. So let's say a lifter uh, drops out last minute, or maybe they get stuck in Denmark and they can't get over to Sweden. You can go to the waiver wire for all the free agent lifters who are not drafted, pick someone up and put them on your team. But obviously that needs to be taken into, into consideration. Um, if you don't believe the U.S. lifters are going to make it safely over to Sweden, and that's a risk you might have to take. You might be drafting your first round pick and they can't even compete due to COVID, COVID rules. And then you've got to be picking up a free agent who might be getting seventh overall instead of first. Um, in case of a tie at the very end, let's say we have two teams who tie on points. The team who has the athlete with the highest single good lift score wins. That's our tiebreaker. Um, and then lastly, if your name is Angelo, you automatically start with a handicap score of 10 <laughs> imposed by the IPF due to being a USAP elitist. Um, yes. That was directly told to me by Gaston. Um, if we do not follow that rule, we are then banned from um, any IPF sanctioned events. We already are, so, in essence. We already are banned from IPF uh, meets just by doing this fantasy draft. Uh, but... Yeah, I think the rules have been explained. The best games that you play, learn as you go. So I'm sure we'll have our questions along the way. But I say in order to get this draft started, based on our order right now, which, you know, I got a pretty solid order there, number three overall, uh, we can take this time to introduce ourselves along with your fantasy team name. So let's start with our lucky number one overall pick, Harrison Catton, I th hopefully I pronounced your last name right. Close. It's uh, Harrison Caton. Caton. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I'll give a quick intro. Um, I've been a competitor for a few years. I'm a referee. 
uh, hoping to take my national referee exam this coming nationals, uh, and just a huge supporter of Blue Eye Lights and USAPL and powerlifting in general. Uh, so do you want me to make my draft pick now, or should we just continue with introductions? What's your team name? Ah, team name. Um, best one that I could come up with was Asgardian Doubles. All right. <laughs> All right, for Steve, how do you want to do this? you want to actually do the first picks as we do this? Yeah, let's just do the first picks as we do this. Yeah, this is kind of like the NFL draft where you have the whole comp and circumstance, and then you make the big first overall pick because well, your first overall pick is huge. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Harrison, who do you have for first overall? So uh, with this one, I got to go with uh, pretty much a, a juggernaut teammate. He, uh, she's coached by the same person I'm coached. I'm going to go with Andy Riley. Uh, so she's a personal friend of mine, and you know what? I'm betting on her. I want her on my team. So Andy Riley is my first one. This is that that is a bombshell of a first overall pick. One one Andy Riley, excellent lifter. I'm really looking forward to see her compete. Uh, this is like uh, the Arizona Cardinals getting uh, Kyler Murray. It's like the person who fits in the best. Harrison, I applaud you. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Andrea. She's an incredible lifter. It's a bit of a shocker, though. This is like Christian McCaffrey being first overall, and then you come in and you take Najee Harris because you think the rookie's going to have a big year but is not quite as proven. So it's, it's a little bit of a risky pick. It could, I mean, Andy has a great shot at getting first, though, so if she wins, um, Harrison's just going to look really smart. Yeah, I mean, talking to her, she's I, I think she's got it in the – like, it's – it's going to be closer. Like we got two really accomplished lifters with Naomi and then Andy. First time actually getting to the IPF World Stage, and I know this has been something she's been working for for like three plus years now. So, uh, but you know, I got to go with my heart on this one and like friendship first. All right, that is. Uh, I'm, I'm actually very excited to see that matchup as well. Uh, Naomi and uh, Andrea. Andrea is going to be a fantastic, fantastic matchup. I'm really looking forward to that. We have people in the chat already talking about that matchup as well. That is going to be her main competition. On the Two White Lights preview show for IPF Worlds, I believe I picked uh, Naomi to win that battle. But in all honesty, I'm hope I'm, I hope I'm wrong because Team USVI, I'm a patriot. All right, unless anyone else has anything to say, we can move on to our second overall pick with Kate Thompson. Hi, um, so I'm Kate. Uh, I don't lift at all. I barely even work out, um, but my husband is Jeff Thompson, who is a coach. Um, shout out Integrative Strength Systems. Um, incredibly happy that I'm on a podcast that's like very notable um, before him, so that's great. Um, my first pick is kind of a tough one um, because I was like really in between three people to do the first pick, um, but I am going to go with Leah Bevois. Um, she's a shoo-in from the 63 class, um, you know, with a couple people dropping out, um, Sam Calhoun not being able, you know, to go. I think that, you know, she's just, she's going to kill it and she's awesome. All right, so in so in the chat right now, there's interesting pick given today's news. Are we missing something on two white lights or 
Pete, you want to like actually drop it in the chat? Like, is there actual news being broken? Don't say oh, yes. Man. Give me something. She just got, she got sick. sick. <laughs> I guess you needed I mean, Adam Schefter there to report out, that. She's still probably going to win by 50 kilos. Who's dropping out? She's not dropping. We don't have count. According to the chat, Leah is sick. She's unwell, she revealed today. But I don't know if that's huge news. I mean, she's still probably going to win by like 40 kilos, even if she just comes in and does her openers. So, yeah. Did she post that on Instagram? It sounds like it. Oh my gosh. Didn't even look. That's fantasy football. That's fantasy sports, fantasy football. You'll be doing a draft and then preseason and boom, guy pops an ACL right and drop. I still think you're good though. Yeah, if, I still if, think I'm good too. Yeah, if IPF Worlds is happening tomorrow, maybe I'd be concerned, but it's not happening tomorrow. Like you have the sniffles, yeah. like what's uh what's what's exactly the the sickness here? I think she'll be good. I think she'll be good well, too. Even if she like even if she had COVID and she had like a good case of COVID. You know, like she wasn't gonna die. Um, <laughs> she's still far out. She can recover. It'll be fine. Yeah, I I would agree with you on that, and I, I do love that pick because I think a shoe in to win sixty three kg and really in the running for best overall female lifter. Like mm-hmm. it's uh, actually that was that was a uh, that was a pick I knew was gonna go very very early was uh, Leah Bavois. All right, unless anyone else has to add, I think I'm next up, right? The bronze. Yes, that was that was that planned. The third place goes to me. That works out way too well, but that was not planned. That was completely random. On the eighteen tries we made to randomize this. Okay, Kate. Super quick. What's your team name, though? Do you have one? Oh yes, my team name is Wada. <laughs> like what's up? That's, that's a very Wada compliant name. Yes. The IPF smiles. Does it have one too many letters to be Wada compliant? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it actually, it did too many letters, so therefore, it is serving a one-year suspension. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's already it's already defected to the USVI. All right. Well, I'm not going to introduce myself. Uh, I don't think I should, but team name is an obvious one for me. It's Virginity Rocks. My my uh, the team I'm rooting for for IPF World is going to be the USVI. So. Thank God for virgins because we are getting those big USAPL competitors in there. And with my pick third overall, I'm so happy he fell to me. I know he's a great lifter because he beat me at Raw Nationals. That's a very hard thing to do. Russ Orhe, I think third overall pick. I think he is going to easily win the 83s. Uh, He won the 83s quite easily at Nationals. And this one's going to be an easier competition for him. Also, no Taylor Atwood at this meet. So I also think he's a shoe-in to win best overall male lifter. All right, so that, yeah, no, no hot takes on that one, huh? Is there any, uh, is there any, any breaking news? He's not going to win. Depth has been looking really solid, too, so I don't have any question marks there. So, yeah. All right. I'm up. Team name is the Pigeon Peckers. That literally has no powerlifting reference. It's just the fantasy name I've used for 13 years now for every team I've ever done. Used it in the first fantasy football team I did. I won. Superstitious. I used it ever since. Has no real meaning. So, with 
my first pick, I, this person was first on my draft board. So following the fourth, I feel like I'm actually drafting number one overall. I've got Amanda Lawrence. Um, I mean, kind of like Leah. Um, it's less about is she probably going to win the 84s, and it's more about is she going to win best overall lifter. Because, I mean, we talked about on the on the podcast, it's probably Amanda versus Leah for best overall lifter. If Leah's not feeling too hot, I think Amanda's probably got that in the bag. Her death's been looking really good. She's healthy ever since switching to heels, hasn't had that hip issue anymore. I think she's probably going to bring very close to what she hit at that, uh, I believe, Minnesota meet. So, yeah, easy choice for me there, Amanda Lawrence. Very cool. Yeah. I was expecting that as well, um, but I don't know. I still think with with uh, this, it, it's a question mark. He's going best overall lifter or not? That's that's my that's my thing with Amanda Lawrence and Leah. It's it is a battle between the two, and I think I think right now, I mean, with with Leah Bavois making a lot of the progress and momentum going into a meet, I I just I wonder if Amanda Lawrence could finally take that step. And build upon that big performance he had prior to Raw Nationals. Thoughts, anyone? <laughs> I'm a little. Go ahead. I'm a little stressed about the USVI lifters, American lifters, whatever you want to call them, um, just because of increased travel restrictions, um, vaccinations, COVID in general, IPF crap. So, like, in my picks, I really thought about, like, different countries um, and how they are doing, like, with the pandemic and whatever the hell. Um, so, for me, I, like, wouldn't pick Amanda Lawrence or really any of the USVI lifters um, just because I'm stressed about it. <laughs> I can't blame I can't you on that one. I talked about it in the intro with the rules. Like, I mean... There's a, there's a likelihood some of our lifters get stuff in, stuck in Denmark now. I did see now, like, Sweden is off limits. Mm-hmm. Denmark was where a lot of people were going in and coming in. Denmark now is off limits to unvaccinated people. But right. I did see, here's, here's the loophole. Uh, Sweden said people coming in for international competition will be allowed in. Okay. So is IPF international enough? Are we cool enough? If we are not, I think that pretty much sets the nail in the coffin if we ever get in the Olympics. <laughs> we'll see on that. That will be the tell. Pete said, Aliko is providing letters for listeners, coaches, and other staff. So Aliko has their government uh, uh, input, and so it sounds like we're going to be good there. So Okay. All right. Fantastic. All right, we got our fifth overall pick here. We have Carrington, the winner of the King of the List Fantasy, or the Nationals Fantasy, I don't know what I would call it, a draft, but the dra- the, the Fantasy King League, right? Draft. Fantasy League. Yeah, actually, it was kind of, I was lucky. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, my name is Carrington, uh, Kerry Tons on IG. Uh, I'm a powerlifter, um, an aspiring coach, so um, just, you know, learning, learning, big fan of the sport, big fan of everything, you know, USAPL related, IPF related. So, real quick, Steve, I'm a bit confused still. So, am I picking my fifth or my number one? Your number one. Number one. Okay. They, they've also been, they can't be taken yet. They can't be taken. So, all okay. the people we just picked are off the draft board. Sweet, sweet. Okay. Well, okay. So, I'm going to pick for my, 
for mine, I'm gonna pick um join the money. Um, fellow Nigerian. I just watched her compete at the British uh, Open Nationals, and with that total she got, because her uh, nomination total is a bit lower than what she actually is capable of, I'm gonna have her winning for mine. All right. Yeah, that, that looks like a pretty good pick to me. I yeah. my predictions. It it's seems. Yeah. She's someone that she's probably really might have been like a third round pick because she very well could have won, but it was, I mean, she was going to be in a battle where now I, I mean, she definitely separated herself by about 20 kilos on Maria T and Bobby Butters to where, I mean, she's definitely the favorite going in now. I really yeah. have Maria T winning, but that Delif, always got to be the Delif in that. All right. And, and, uh, and Carrington, what's your, what's your team name? Um, shoot, I was going to say Adam Maria to piss you off or Team Hockey. <laughs> Team hockey. All right. H-A-K-I. All I'm going to say, Carrington, is to win the King of the Lifts Fantasy League, you had to pick against Sean, so I remember that. Yeah, I fuck with Sean. I remember, I, I, I remember that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you may I, have been right. I saw that, I saw that 750 Della Frost, and I was like, oh, shit. Who's got yeah. him so. And you picked against, oh, no one. Angela got third. We couldn't pick that, though. Uh, the only person who got me was Danny, but I had a feeling she was going to take away. But I can't, you know. Oh, all right. Oh, hey, this is my opinion. Well, yeah, no. I mean, your opinion was absolutely right on that. you got to think about those things. And that's actually some that's actually some really good insight you have there. That's that's why you won. You thought about those things. You didn't no, care I about anyone's she, feelings. I, I got her wrong, but I put her as my lowest pick for that. Not, still, mm. that, you're thinking about it. I can, Not a lot of people would have done that. I respect the hell out of that. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I think one thing that I'll just take put a hot take out here right now, and this may, may, might give me some enemies, but I think in general, anybody who is a flex athlete cuts a little bit too much. Like they they push the cut a lot in terms of what they say is normal. It's I think it's just a kilo or kilo and a half somewhere a little bit too much to cut that it's like okay sure you're eking out performance but you risk it a whole lot more so yeah well it's yeah. a former I'm flex actually athlete, disagree though. with that i'm gonna disagree with that because uh this okay. is the nationals um i know a few flex athletes um the only one i know who cuts a shit ton is isaac whistler i think amanda was training at 80 85 point something 86 russ cut like what three pounds yeah um, keiko was on the he diets down though he diets out to a We saw a strength around six weeks out. He didn't have to cut too much after that. Yeah. He was in those crazy numbers. So they don't. They, some of them do cut, but like I think the top ones really have their body weight under control. Like Keiko I, came in under. Yeah, and Keiko I think was is kind of who I'm thinking of because I remember Flex talking about Keiko, and it was like, hey, we, I want him at such and such body weight, and I think it was. Somewhere around 215, 218, somewhere in that range where I'm like, okay, that's definitely on the high end trying to water cut just before, get cut right before that 10 pounds down. And so, you know, I, I think this past national, it, not as many people had to cut, but yeah, people who, the people who push up asset like 3% of their body weight, they make me nervous. No, I feel that. I'm definitely one of those people where I do like 15, 20 pound cuts. I got to check out. I'm going to have to go to weight class pretty soon. 
just, I don't know, man. Yeah, sooner rather than yeah. later if you're doing that. I can yeah. tell you that right now. If you're already thinking about it, you're almost there. But I'm almost there. I mean, shoot, what do you guys think about like, the old, um, them go back to the old weight classes if we don't go back to the IBA? All right, well, we got to get to this and draft. Yeah, gotta, yeah gotta, hopefully, gotta I'm, I'm praying that that happens, actually, though. Yeah, that's going to be big. But, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm praying that that happens. But, all, all right, right we have our sex, sixth overall pick with Sarah Brahman. Introduce yourself and also give the team name. Um, so I'm, I'm Sarah, I'm a competitor, um, and I do a little bit of coaching, but my main job is like personal training. Um, and, oh, team name. Wasn't feeling particularly creative this week. I'm going to go with the, uh, the pick me goats, like pig me, but, but pick me and everyone I'm picking, I'm not suggesting that's their personality type. Um, just, just a name, just a name. <laughs> um, and I'm going to go with, um, Jessica Butner. Um, I'm surprised you guys haven't picked her yet, so hopefully I'm not missing some some information here. She got her purse stolen, and that's it. <laughs> I don't have anything. That's it. Yeah. And I believe I believe won the altercation though. I think she was the victor in whatever altercation happened. Aside from the purse, though, I think the 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 was it the uh, the perpetrator almost got away there with everything, but. Yeah, that's so that's it's funny it's funny you picked the wrong the f- worst female possible <laughs> aside from like a mixed martial artist fighter to steal the shit from. <laughs> she got everything back other than a purse though. <laughs> yeah. And she had a two time killer squad after this thing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hopefully she gets her, her IDs back in time and everything, but Still gonna go with with Jessica. Yeah. I really like that pick. I think I'm on two white lights. I've, I'm very high on Jessica Peter uh, going into just the future as far as just her. I kind of cementing herself as one. I think the person who is going to have a really sizable lead on that division. Daniela Mello is in that division as well, but I I think with Jessica's yeah. just comfort and her ability as a veteran. Uh, she, I think, will have that. Also, I think she's going to be contesting for best overall female lifter. But, I mean, it is a six overall pick, so you have to get your quality in there. That's the only thing. I think she's a runaway with that weight class. But best overall lifter, I don't really see it being – I don't really necessarily uh, see her being uh, in the in the same field as Lee or Amanda yet. I think she will be, but just not this year. Yeah. I think the thing, yeah, she said she was like 80 a couple. Yeah, like uh, four kilos of water ain't that much for her. She's done more than that before for 72. The only issue is she is diabetic. Um, I know a fair share about diabetes because Jeff is diabetic. And I know that especially with things like water weight, um, your cortisol levels, everything, I mean, it it can affect you really, really, really bad. Um, with diabetics, you can literally go into diabetic ketoacidosis within five hours. If you like mess up your blood sugar that bad, um, she seems to be like pretty okay with her diabetes, but with travel and everything like that, she could literally like 
you know, forget a couple syringes, then she would be fucked. Mm-hmm. So she, that's like my only hesitation with her. But I think that like, if she wasn't diabetic, she would be the best power lifter. Yeah. I'm just looking at, like, I pulled up an IPF uh, points calculator. And for best overall, with at least Amanda Lawrence's projected, or not projected, um, entry total uh, of 648.5, uh, Jessica Butner would have to total, or Bittner would have to total 622.5, which is, you know, a good 50 kilos above what she put in. So I don't know how good her training has been going recently, but uh, like, I have no clue whatsoever if that's even in the ballpark for her right now, but that's a big gain or big jump from what she put in. Fantastic. That is our sixth overall pick. Now with seventh, I apologize. I don't have the Google. Key. Oh, actually, I do. Uh, Deha, with our seventh hey. overall pick. Hey, everyone. Uh, I am Deha from uh, Turkey. Uh, I'm a powerlifter and a, a coach. Um, well, uh, for my pick, I, I kind of have to pick Jenk uh, from my strength KG. I want to enter KG since he's a close friend of mine. And I think he's going to help uh, totally very good number. Uh, the unfortunate thing is his squat training has not been going well because of some injuries. But other than that, uh, the deadlift and you know, the bench is uh, pretty good. I'm doing off, uh, make sure he's getting uh, his winning. I am very excited to see his his uh, his meet uh, going forward. We talked about two white lights, very high on his training. And again, a little bit, uh, a, a little bit of a shocker of a first pick, but uh, uh, you know, personal friendships seem like they have a little bit more of a overriding on just winning this thing. And he, he's not a name like some of the other picks, but I mean, he's got like a forty-five kilo uh, advantage on nomination totals. So, in the sense of like picking someone who's probably going to win their weight class, that's a pretty darn safe pick. Yeah, um, I mean, he he can come in with a hurt squat and probably still come out of this no problem. So it's one of those ones where like we got Amanda Lawrence or a Russ, who's these big names that are battling for overall best lifter. Sink's probably not going to battle for overall best lifter, but he's probably going to walk away with his weight class pretty handily. Yeah. The, his nominated squat is three to Atticate, which is like a five rep for him actually. Uh, he was also hurt in this you know the three AG meet. So. Uh, I think he's capable of doing the nominated total and maybe more, hopefully. Yeah, so that, that sounds like he's a lock then if he's going to be able to squat probably even more than 320. Yeah. All uh, right. I, I think uh, like the opening is going to be 320 or something. We are still talking because we don't All right, this is actually a good question that came from the chat. What's the, what do you think the margin of victory is going to be for uh, Sank? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, uh, we think the Tony Cliff is going to be second. Uh, I think Tony Cliff can max a, his max will be at 9.40, I don't think the other guys will come close to that. And uh, so if Tony Cliff goes 9.40 and Jane goes like 9.65, to totally uh, the margin is 9.25 kg. Or maybe more, depending on uh, the third pool. If you know, like if Bryce Krawczyk is also going for the world second of uh, 400 kg or around that mark, you know, it might push. Uh, I think the third, you know, push for more. Mm-hmm. 
we get pulled for 20, uh, but it's not, uh, it was not on me, so I know he is capable of a really big deadlift, so, but the only problem is the, you know, the water cut, since, you know, he was 128 kg, but with the 420 kg deadlift, uh, but now, with the water cut, you know, 400 kg is possible, but something more than that is, you know, kind of reaching and not needed. All right. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. And also, what's the team name? Uh, I'll go with Metamorphosis. <laughs> All right. Nice. All right. That was our seventh pick. Now to our eighth pick of the draft. We have Abhishek. But last but not least, because you get this last pick, but then first pick of round number two. So, hey, everyone. Um, I've been into powerlifting for a while now, like, like recently not for a very long time i'm here on behalf of my coach mike um the team name would be it's the rest fault and for his first pick um it would be sergi Fedonsko if i got the pronunciation right yeah in the 59 kilo class and surprisingly none of you picked him up and that's his First choice pick of his draft. So yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's an excellent value pick there at eighth. That kind of like all fifty nine kilo lifters. They we kind of just forget about them. Oh. <laughs> it's like it's uh you know I I I mean it, it happens in every competition. But yeah, he's a, a shoe win to win fifty nine. He's done it. I don't even know how many times. He's an absolute beast. Just with yeah. an IPF lift, as just an IPF lifter and winning that weight class and being a world champion, um, yeah. And actually, I mean, we have a lot of defending world champions on this first overall picks, but no one I think as prestigious or as illustrious as him. Okay, maybe yeah, because maybe someone can tell me how many world championships does he have? Pete Spence, you're in the chat. Let us know it. I feel like he would know. It's got it's got to be in the tens, if not twenties, because he also has a bunch of equipped ones too. Because he wins. I want to say it's eighteen. It's something like eighteen or something. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so so here's mine. Yeah. So championships. But here's the funny thing: if you have to ask. What do you want to count, equipped and raw? Then it's probably way more than everyone else we just mentioned. Just by that sentence alone, like yeah. if you have I'm, to start counting which ones have he has the most in, equipped or raw, then he wins. <laughs> he he wins this uh, question that, or this uh, this mini debate that I just had. I mean, the only other lifter, and she's not even competing this time, is like Jim Thompson. Like that's the only person I know who's gotten i think what seven eight ipf victories or something over the years so yeah and then i was oh. i was about to say too Monica. uh but yeah bonica yeah. brown yeah bonica brown is is way up there with the ipf and national championships That's true yeah i i would yeah like as far as usapl lifters too i think it'll be uh yeah bonica brown definitely first and then jen thompson up there with the amount of world yes. and ipf or world and national champions that they have yeah but sad to see that another one of them will be able to be that. Uh, well, Benika uh, won't be able to be there. So, don't know what happened there. Yeah, I wasn't too sure about that. I was very, very surprised that I didn't see that nomination go through or just her. I, I, I can't imagine that he did not want to compete at IPF Worlds. But 
Um, as far as team, yeah, as far as the team competition goes too, that's a big one. That's a big one to miss because super heavies. We might discuss a little later. Uh, that was, I mean, I think he is always a person who's going to be in the contention to win the super heavies by a considerable margin. He's one of those rare super heavyweight best overall lifters within this new formula too. You know, because Ray Williams had it with the Wilkes, but like her, no matter what formula you used, he holds up very well. Very good to see. All right. Well, Abhishek, you have the first round, first pick of the second round now. Okay. So I'm going to go with Jesus Olivares, 120-plus kilo class, as the second pick for my kill. All right. Yeah. Yes. I think I think Jesus walks away with that super heavyweight title uh, pretty easily, and um, definitely a guy, Left Lord Bros teammate. So I'm very happy uh, that he actually has a chance to be at IPF Worlds. I just really want to see him against Ray Williams. Before I die, I want to see Jesus Oliveras and Ray Williams go. You know what that can happen? The uh, Virginia Pro Invitational. That can still uh, happen if he, if he wants to. All right. Who would be who would be the uh, second pick now for the Dejan. second round? All right. Dejan? Um, it's, it's my turn, right? All right. So uh, I think it's uh, from 105, KG, Anatoly is my second pick. Uh, because he's a very strong. He also had a meet in June in Iran, and he did well there as well. So he had some meet experience, uh, like like near meet experience. So I think he'll just win the class. Like Van Ashton, our Bryce Lewis is not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for for one hundred and five, I I think we we were very high on on the podcast as well. Antoli is. Uh, I think the runaway with 105s, it's so unfortunate that we don't get, like, the 105s at one stage. Because it could be yeah. just so incredible with Ash, Antoli, uh, even if you throw in Rondell, if you throw in Bryce Lewis, if you throw in Mikey D, that's, like, one of the greatest one through five matchups I've ever seen. And, and, and Emil Norling. Yeah, and, yeah, and Emil well, we got two. We got two nominations here that aren't really accurate. Anatoly total, I think nine thirty three, but he did it weighing like two pounds over because he didn't want to cut. Yeah. So his his nominated total is more like nine thirty three. And then Emil Norling hasn't competed in two years, but he looks like he's probably going to go nine ten plus two. I don't know as much about the Russian competitor Levon, um, but Emil and Anatoly. Well, Anatoly was like the up and comer ninety threes, but I obviously moved up. But Emil has been kind of the guy that been hyping up with Rondell for a while. Um, as those guys that were the big juniors back in 2019 or 2018 in Canada, I think it was. All right. So, yeah, 105s are stacked. And we talk, I talked about my story. 105 juniors coming up in the yeah. all over are insane. Are insane. Yeah. You, 105 is going to be the most loaded class in about five years if it's not already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. All right, yeah, very, very excited to see the development of 105s. All right, we got the Pick Me Goats coming up next. Who is um, your second-round pick? I'm going to go with um, Naomi Alipert. Um, I know Tiffany looks stronger on paper, but um, I'm going to trust the, the veteran here. Mm. Yeah, Naomi, I am, uh, I am very, very confident with her going into IPF Worlds. Excellent, excellent lifter. And a, a little bit interesting there with the first overall pick being Andrea and the second round pick being uh, Naomi. And Naomi, I mean, we, well, we talked about on the podcast, both of them, their, their nominated totals are kind of 
not completely accurate. Andrea, I, I know, didn't put up at Nationals what she knew she was capable of. It was kind of a meet she wasn't fully happy with. And then Naomi, her meet, she kind of sandbagged. So both of the, I, I think we both looked at, I forget the, the totals we kind of came up with, but they're going to be neck and neck. It's just kind of who can actually put on the platform what they've shown that their top end is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it pronounced no way me. Oh, really? No way me. There we go. You know what I do with all the French competitors? I just say it with a French accent, hoping that I'm right. <laughs> just throw, like, I, I over I over enunciate Pamiutis so much just to make it sound more French. This whole Twitch live stream might make us too accurate. I think half of the fun of Two White Lights is we say stuff when we get in trouble for it, and now we're just going to get corrected live on air so that no one can, like, well, not come after me, come after Angelo, because I'll say it and Angelo will get in trouble, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, with our, uh, we have our second pick with Carrington. Okay, so shoot. I'm going to go with Jonathan Keiko. Damn it! Sorry, Angelo. I'm going to go with Keiko. Just look at the numbers. He's just far ahead of everybody else. He's consistent, so that's the number two pick. Yeah, I, I mean, he's my favorite lifter. Uh, one of my favorite lifters. Him and, him and Atwood got to be my, some of my favorite well, I, lifters. I thought it was John Heck. What's up? I thought it was John Heck. John Heck got too good. I can't <laughs> learn anything from John Heck anymore. It just makes me I, feel like he's I, Superman and it's not fun anymore. But, yeah. yeah, Keiko going down to the second round, that was a big one. I was, I was hoping someone will miss on Keiko and for me to swoop in there for, to have Russ and Keiko on my team, but... It is what it is, uh, but with Gavin Aiden, that's going to be a really interesting matchup still. I mean, even Gavin's a junior. He is definitely going to be trying to put in a total that is going to surpass or is going to at least attempt to surpass Keiko. Like, that's, that uh, that battle, that matchup is not over. That, that makes me, like, that would be very interesting to watch, and I know it's going to be on two separate times, but, like, I can't just, like, I'm trying to imagine Keiko right now knowing that he's got somebody who he's not going to be able to go up against and, you know, pull for the win, change third attempt deadlifts or do anything like that. It's just like, okay, I got this guy over there and he's going to try and show himself up as the best 90, uh, 93 in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I can't do anything about that. And I don't envy that position. <laughs> so it will be, it will be interesting to see and hopefully he's doing well with the mental game of all that. All right. Well, Jonathan Keiko is our second, or going, uh, or fifth pick in the second round. All right, the Pigeon Peckers, Steve Denovi, the Oracle, who do you got? Yeah, uh, just like fantasy football, when you're waiting for that coming around, you just got, you've had your eye on Keiko the whole time, and he gets drafted the pick before you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do a rewind and figure out. I'm looking at the last person I think that, available that I think is a heavy favorite to win their class and doesn't like they have competition, but not where I, I think they're, they're taking it. I'm, I say this wrong. Tiffany Chapone. God damn it, Steve. <laughs> All right. Well, this is where it's going to get interesting because like first round, a lot of these are just kind of like, they're all going to win. Now this is where the strategy comes in. At, I mean, starting it into the second round and into the third round, like, who are some of these people that might challenge and actually have an upset and get in the first? Or could they drop to fourth because the weight class is so competitive? So this is where it's going to get interesting. 
Yeah, I yeah. agree. That's a, that's an excellent value pick there in the second round. Um, yeah, because right, that that'll that'll put me up now, and like I want to make my team. I wanted to actually see if I could somehow get like a bunch of flex lifters on my team, but I don't think the USVI goes that deep. Um, all right, this one is going to be my reach here, but Chandler Babb, put it in for me, Chandler Babb. I really want to see her win 69 kilos. I think she can. And really, this is just going to force me to consistently root for her the entire prep and throughout the entire meet. I know I'm probably going uphill picking against Kim Wolford. I think it's like the thing you shouldn't do if you're doing this first ever fantasy draft in the IPF world is pick against Kim Wolford because she's like, she doesn't lose really head head competitions. But yeah. Chandler Babb. I want to see the first unofficial powerlifting Grand Slam champion where she wins IPL Worlds, IPF Worlds, USPA Nationals, and USAPL Nationals. I don't think that's ever been done. If someone wants to fact check that for me, but she might be the first one to ever do it. It's not a bad pick, Angelo. Like, they're pretty close. Her, Kimberly, and Chandler, like, in terms of, like, strongest lifts, weakest lifts, it's, like, right there. So, mm -hmm. it'll, be, it'll come down to the last pull, probably. All right. Well... We're going to see how that – and I think some of the most uh, – the, the most compelling storyline, I think, is in the 69-kilo weight class because you have two USVI lifters going on it and then Ana uh, from Brazil uh, rounding yeah. it out there. So that's going to be very, very, very fun to watch. All right, Kate, with your second-round pick, who do you got? So I am going to go with Kim Walford. Oh, um, I actually have Chandler Babb is getting third. I think she listens to this podcast, so I think I have made a new enemy now. Um, don't worry, Angela will get blamed. I will <laughs> somehow get blamed for this, even though I picked her. I don't know. Yep. I don't know how this works. Angela's fault, even though I picked her. So I'll get, <laughs> you guys can literally say anything you want, and Angela will get in trouble. It's this coolest. It's literally the coolest part of my life. Even my uh, wife, I just blame it on Angela. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going Kim Walford. I think that, you know, she's won so many. Um, I think she'll pull through. Um, I, I hope she wins. Right. Do you have Anna in second, if you don't mind me asking? I have Anna Rosa as second. Alright. I think right. she's a good competitor. Um, and her recent podcast that I listened to, I just think that she has like the fire under her ass to be able to do it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would definitely agree with you on that one. Um, but uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun to watch. I just really want to see that arc end with Chandler Babb winning. Uh, but it, that's good. I mean, I think, like I said on the podcast, the so women are the lead for IPF worlds as far as battles go. Mm -hmm. Like the women's weight classes in IPF. Compar comparatively to Raw Nationals, I think IPF Worlds, the lead is female on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. All right. All right. So, to round out the second round, we have Harrison. So, to my second pick, uh, looking at who is left on the board, I'm going to go with the French uh, 66 kilo lifter. So, I'm saying it in my head correctly. I don't know if my lips will do it. Doing me is... Nope, it's not going. Just uh, say Panna. I can't say it either. Panna? Panna Yutis, Tainidis. Panna Yutis. Tainidis. 
I've been up too long for this. No, no uh, one can say it. Just say pa- Angelo's the only one can say it because he's actually got Italian in him, unlike me, and so he's got some weird French. It's a it's a Greek it's a Greek name. Baniotis is Greek. Okay, I, I, mean, I, I still can't say it even though you're saying. It. So, yeah, yeah, but everyone goes by he go. goes by Bana. Well, I will pick Pana for my second one, even though I can't pronounce your name. Looking at him, I think he's a very strong uh, competitor, and you know my projected total for him. Like I know the uh, elected totals are um, that it's a pretty close margin, only like less than ten kilos away from each other. But you know, looking at his lifting, I think he's going to be able to pull away into uh, definitely over the seven hundred mark. So that's that's my. That's my take for him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's an excellent pick there. I think uh, I, I think it, Steve and I had a disagreement on just the winners of the sixty six kilos because you have Eddie. I definitely have Bon on this. Um, I again like it. I really wanted to see him and Daniel Clements go. That's one of the big letdowns of IPF World is Daniel Clements not being there. But I'm I'm confident. I'm confident Pana just even like I know there's going to be a certain number he's going to hit. And I can't say the same thing about Eddie. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, straight to my third pick. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm actually pulling up the uh, the good lift info right now. Because now I'm going to have to start digging deep into these. I was also looking up nearly everybody's Instagram accounts or trying to, and uh, yeah, so I'll leave that one for later. I think what I'm going to do for a second, uh, or for my third pick, is going to be Maria Hitti, or I don't know if you pronounce the H or not. Uh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's Hitti. Hitti. So she is a 57 kilo lifter from, let me check it out. Canada. So, yeah, I think, you know, looking at her, it was, I went with Joy as my first pick, um, but I think Maria is a solid, solid competitor, and I'm not going to go wrong with this. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, he's a defending uh, world champion, too. I think just with Joy Nenamani in that weight class now, it's going to be very difficult. Uh, but defending world champion? Really, I, I, I expect always a strong performance out of her. And she, I think, has figured out, because I know she had some issues with, um, I think it was two worlds ago, she bombed. Like, she really picked herself up and got herself a, and the best moment of 2019 Worlds was her missing her deadlift and then her coming back on her third and hitting the deadlift to win. That was the best mm-hmm. moment by far. So, uh, very excited to see. And then, the, the, I think the... Up there with 69 kilo weight, uh, weight class is that weight class in particular because the battles there are going to be so, so good. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be really fun. All right. Well, who do we have next here? We have Kate. All right. Um, I think that for me, um, you know, the one weight class left that no one has picked is a 74s and I I think I'm gonna go with like my number two um for like other weight classes Ooh. yeah 
Yeah. Um, so my next pick is going to be Gustav Hedlund. Okay. Because I just don't know about the 74s. Yeah, that is, it is funny right now because we're kind of avoiding the 74s. <laughs> um, I, think, I think Paul could do a great job. You know, I did some research on him, but I'm just not, I just think that Gustav would be like a safe bet right now. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I believe I get the next pick, right? Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to try. I don't know if I'm just, I don't know if uh, this is like a Bill Belichick situation where the guy after me, I think I know who he's going to pick. So I want to pick uh, Alexander Erickson. Yes. Yes. I don't even know if he's going to win the 74s, but the satisfaction of me pissing off Steve right now is so good. I was between two people. One big thing. I think he's going to win because notice what country he's from. Sweden. He's from Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. And if we can't decide which 74 kilo is going to win, and I've seen Alexander Erickson's some big list from him over what he's nominated for, I'm going to pick the dude who doesn't have to travel. Yeah. 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 And, well, I don't know. I guess we'll get I mean, this. Really good. That was my pick. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, very, I'm so happy that I, one, upset Steve in this process, and then, two, got this value pick in the third round. I'm just psyched about that. And we didn't forget completely about the 74s. Because um, I think on 2Y Lights, I bought up the 74s. And without... This is the class where you don't have that USAPL presence. The class just isn't that compelling. Um, but, I mean, really now, I just made it compelling, right, with this Fantasy League. Or we just made it compelling with this Fantasy League. So, yeah. I'm very excited to see it. But, uh, yeah, I think this guy's... I think, you know, a true contender for years to come. Um, and... Again, me stepping on the Oracle's uh, pick here is just, this is this is really just a strategy thing. This is like kind of the smoke and mirrors kind of thing, the drafting uh, strategy where you just try to ruin the other team. Uh, maybe I'll listen to trades afterwards. That's what I get. You literally are taking off of my research. Like yeah. I'm the I'm the ESP. I'm uh, Matthew Barry on ESPN, and he read my article and learned Alexander Erickson's doing good, and then makes the pick and takes him from. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, well, I mean, that was going to be my pick, and I was hoping I could get this pick coming back around next round because, again, biasing towards Sweden. We get these 66 competitors. I'm going to take the guy whose nominated total is way lower than what he hit in the gym last year. He hit something like 50 kilos over this in a mock meet in the gym, and he's from Sweden, 66 kilo Eddie Berglund. Only... I have two slight hesitants there, or else I think he could have been picked second round, is one, he started training Olympic weightlifting, and I don't know how seriously he's been powerlifting lately, but even with that, based off of what he did in his mock meet last year, he's still way above where Pana is. Two, that arch is always a thing, and on those Alico platforms that were a bit slick in 2019, I, he had some trouble there and almost bombed out. I think that's an issue, but even with that, I mean... If he just hits his opener, I still think he he likely can win. So yeah, Eddie Berglund, mark it down. You had a lot of red flags in that explanation, though. <laughs> yeah, that was the most this, ridden this red flag filled. This is my high risk, high reward. I mean, it, this could backfire on me, and he bombs out and gets last, or he's gonna win it. Yeah, I don't know. 
having competed in both Olympic weightlifting and powerlifting, I think he isn't going to be losing any strength there. It's just going to be, hey, can he keep that? And the bench, definitely, but maybe he was able to train that one day a week. And who knows, just keeping a little bit of that. I think that's a, still a solid pick. And no factor, you don't have to factor in any travel. He's in his own country. Mm -hmm. But it's not Alexander Erickson. Yes, that was the pick that should have been going down there. Oh, so happy. <laughs> so happy about that. All right, Garrington, you are up next, my friend. All right, so um, I'm going to take a dive into 74s. I haven't really been my, doing my research in terms of this weight class for Worlds, but um, I looked to look at Paul, I don't want to say his name, Rembo, Rembo Boisvili. I, I want to say Ramavois, but I could be totally wrong yeah. on that. That's me yeah, guessing yeah. with a French accent um, again. Yeah, I'm just looking at his numbers. His training is looking pretty, going pretty good. He's got a massive deadlift on him, too. So he's in my first pick. For, what's up to my pick for 74? All right. For my third pick. Yeah, and now I do love the influx of 74s we're getting now. Now it's just, the, the, I guess, third round was the 74s pick and just kind of throwing darts at a board. I, I, I like this. Who needs Atwood, right? When you got when you got when you got when you got uncertainty, the 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 guy who definitely would have went one one uh, in any sort of like fantasy draft, but he's gone. So I guess it's a little bit uh, it's a little bit oh, interesting going forward. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with um, Simone Lai in the forty sevens, um, and as you probably know, some of the. <laughs> the last round when I mentioned Tiffany, my uh, 47 and 52 are right next to each other. So I got confused for a second. Um, I know, yeah, I know Tiffany is stronger on paper, um, but just with how sandbag Simone's meat was with those numbers um, and how she executes really well, um, I'm pretty confident. And even if she doesn't get first, I don't think she'll slide below second. Um, so I think it's a pretty safe pick at the moment. Mm -hmm. Unless we have a, a mystery performance from Veronica Bronner, who I could not find anywhere. I mean, I could find her Instagram, just not any uh, like official meets. That's that's the that's the stereotype of a Kazakhstani lifter is we're not going to find anything, and they randomly show up and do something we had no that I'd expect. But yeah, you're right. Simone's meet she just did completely sandbag. Like those were like maybe second attempts. So she has way more in her, and it, it can be a, it's going to be a battle between her, Tiffany, and Simone. I, I just think Tiffany literally seems like she's progressing weekly. Like literally every, and she's like, she's a teenager. Literally every week it looks like she's adding five kilos every lift. Mm -hmm. So yeah, well, I'm very, I am very excited to see Simone. But I think Simone is a very safe pick for, to win it, to get second. I think she's, I think she's got that. Yeah. Just given the difference between like previously Tiffany's like training versus meat performances, like even right before her last meet, I think her numbers were a bit higher than what she hit on the platform. Um, it seemed more like risky to me and you just picked Tiffany, Tiffany. So that's gone. Um, but yeah. All right. Great. All right. We got, uh, Deha with the next third round pick. All right. So I was going to pick Paul, uh, but uh, he got picked. So I'm looking and I'm thinking I'm going to go with, uh, Amelie Mierger, uh, from France, 84 kg plus, uh, I think because Bonica Brown is not here, uh, she, she's winning. Like I looked at the Brit, I looked at Brittany, 
the second nominated girl, and I think Amelia's training time was like much stronger. Mm -hmm. And she's in Europe, so she's traveling little compared to the, the other girl, which was from Canada. All right. Yeah, and in all honesty, don't have much uh, information on her. I guess one of the yeah. ones that when IPF Worlds goes around, like that's some of the lifters that I kind of get light to after the competition. Well, Emily, we had a little bit. She doesn't post her list much, but she just did that meet that all the French competitors did. Her to We talked about it. Her total is very much her total. Like, those were all, like, third attempt grinders. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah. she obviously, she's up by, like, almost 20 kilos. So, she obviously has a big advantage on nominated totals, but I, I pretty much expect her to do that. That seemed about to be her top end, barring she's going to have some uh, big, big up in her, her training in just a, a short, like, eight-week period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. With the last pick of the third round, we have Abhishek. Who do you got? I choose Brittany Slatter from the 84 plus kilograms. Okay. All right. That was a good pick because that's who I thought was going to come back around to me in the next round. That's who I already had <laughs> slated down. I yeah. was surprised he didn't choose her over Amelia. So, yeah. Well, her, her list has been looking really good. I, I, I have her as my winner. We'll see. She obviously has some room to make up, but that was kind of my, uh, I was thinking that was one of my dark horses, and I'm not happy that my two dark horses, Alexander Erickson and Brittany Schlater, both got swiped up. Yeah, with these, with this last pick here, uh, I think we're getting some really good value picks from Abhishek here because he gets his back-to-back, -back and actually his, yeah, his, his draft board is looking solid, so... All right, fourth round now. Who do you got for the fourth round? I'm going to go with Anna Castellin from the 69 kilo class. Yeah, <laughs> again, I think that's a really, really good pick for round four. Like, really yeah. good. And that might be one of the only people in round four that legitimately could win, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I think uh, the, the, the ceiling. It's it's actually again with the sixty nine kilos. If he wins, I don't think a ton of people. I mean, it'll be it will it will still be an underdog uh, surprise, but but I mean, she's every bit as legit as um, as as Kim and Chandler. Actually, especially with Chandler right now. But uh, the good point that you brought up on the podcast, Steve, is uh, is. Just her ability to hit at IPF Worlds, those numbers, because it is different when you're in your when you're training when you're competing domestically and competing IPF Worlds. I'm not 100 sure like how her lifts are going to hold up. All right. Well, yeah. unless we want to get Deha's fourth pick in here. So I was also thinking about Anna Castellian, but uh, now I would love to go with uh, Sergei Glaske from 6 Skaging. Yeah, he's so blind, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Because, uh, like, he has more experience in, you know, IPF first than uh, Pana, so if Pana's uh, meet doesn't go as well as planned, maybe he can, you know, win. All right. Uh, I think Sergey's prop. He's probably the safest pick at sixty-six because we pretty much know what he's going to do. He's done. He's done pretty much the same thing at every world. He's a former world champion. He's been in this before. 
He's a very safe pick there. Eddie is a big high risk, high reward. Pano, we know typically what he's going to do, but he obviously, he flirts with those all out grinders. Obviously he's yeah. the grind king, but at the same time, sometimes those are 50, 50 lists that can go either way. And it, it could be looking like he's going to win. Um, but then just barely can't lock out his third pole and Sergey pulls it out because he goes nine for nine. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yep. All right, Sarah, who's your fourth round pick? Um, I'm going to go with Angelina, um, the 84, who well, she was a 72. Um, just because that qualifying total is from, she was like 77 then. Um, and I don't know if she was trying to make 76 and missed. Um, but I think that second place is pretty safe, knock on wood. Um, she's not going to beat Amanda, but I think the second place is, is pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Th I think the benefit of actually doing research on these things, uh, that's what's going to help you because that's a great, that's a great pick. And also picking for second place within the weight class. That's, um, that's, yeah, I think that's going to be really beneficial, uh, for you there. I think an excellent pick. All right, Carrington, with your fourth round pick, who do you got? There's not many really good ones left. So, um, I'm going to dive into the 105. Like originally I had Anatoly Willett, like winning it, but like, this Levon guy, I don't know too much about him, but he's pretty close to Anatoly, and Anatoly's not really nine for nine right now yet, like in terms of like how he executes. So let's say he messes up, I'm gonna have uh, Levon Tabakov, Tabakov, yeah. All right. Fourth one. All right, yeah, I'm interesting to see. I'm interested to see too, because again, the IPF world is definitely where I kind of find out new lifters as like they come out uh, through just the nominated totals and just watching them compete. I think Pete's I, – I, I might be wrong, but Pete Spence was talking about him. Um, he said the Russian may well have more. So. Oh, shit. All right. There's actually going on the chat right now. Apparently, we need to hop on VK because that's where all the Russians post their lifting. VK? Not Instagram. Okay. All right. Of course, right? Of course, that would be – that they would totally do something different from the United States people. That's <laughs> – that's uh, that's not surprising. All right, Steve, who do you got? Hey, I'm going Iris Schulten, 63 kilo. Um, I mean, right now, I mean, the hope is in this sec in this fourth round to be picking someone that you think can be pretty solidly in second place. Um, I actually coach a lady who competed against her at Dutch Open Nationals, and Iris is just strong. So mm -hmm. I was very impressed by her. Um, she's a phenomenal lifter, has a lot of international experience. So I, I think she's, I, I, I've got a good deal of confidence that she's going to be second behind Leah. You know what? I think with this podcast is going to be good because I think we just, we were expecting something from the 63s with Sam Calhoun and Koragara and it didn't happen. And it was kind of a letdown, but I think that overshadowed how good of a lifter Iris is. Iris is just a very good lifter and like, when you have it's um it's similar to what you see with the other weight classes with 74s with Atwood at nationals kind of you know dominating the show and then it's it's somehow you get Michael C being lost in translation which it's Michael C he's an excellent lifter uh, his numbers hold up really in any federation whoever you talk to but that's what happens when you have a juggernaut at the top excellent pick with Iris there I really really like the Dutch lifter. All right, but with my pick, I, I'm looking at the draft board, and I'm pretty surprised that I got her in the fourth round here. 
Bobby Butters. Butters. Bobby Butters. Yeah. Bobby that was Butters. I thought I was thinking Bobby Butters, but yeah, well, I mean, I think you might have gotten the shoe in uh, with the second place here for that weight class, but I, I mean, if you could get second with fifty sevens, Maria Hattie is a, a fantastic lifter. Uh, I, I, I do agree with you. I think going into Monty takes that weight class, but. Bobby Butters, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't she a Sheffield lifter? Maybe Pete can tell me, like, she was nominated for the Sheffield team. Just, I, like, the, all the momentum built into that meets, and then, you know, post-IPF world, and then COVID happens, you kind of forget about all the momentum she was building. But, you know, I, I'm actually pretty excited to got her in the fourth round. All right, Bobby Butters and the best name. Her training's going great, and, I mean, it's a safe pick because her floor is third. Like, she's not getting less than third. So, I mean, you're, you're not going any lower than that, so... All right. All right, Kate, who do you got? All right, I'm going to go Andre Kanavalov. He's a 120 plus. Um, I think he's going to have some good competition with Jesus and Eric, um, but ultimately I think he'll pull through. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's another lifter. Like going down to the fourth round is kind of surprising, especially with the hype that was built between him and Jesus. I just yeah. don't think it's going to be. As close as the height. So, Kate, hey, you're saying you think he'll beat Jesus? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I think, okay. no, no, no. I think he'll have close competition with Eric, and I think that uh, he will give Jesus a little bit of motivation. Got it. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Jesus is motivated, all right, to beat that. Not, he'll motivate Blaine Sumner just by <laughs> being alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Um, this is kind of, this isn't regarding who I just picked. But if someone fails a drug test um, and, you know, let's say we're done with Worlds and then we find out weeks later they failed a drug test, are we taking that into account in, like, the final winning? Uh, whoever not, but if it's Angelo, yes. Whoever wins, <laughs> yeah, whoever wins, though, will have an asterisk put by their name. Okay. Like, mm. one performer had uh, a, a, hot, a hot piss test. And they te- they came in hot, and yeah, mm-hmm. you will be you will be forever uh, lamented with that asterisk by your team name. Okay. So it'll be yeah, it will be Virginity Rocks with an asterisk right by it. <laughs> okay. That's actually a very good question. Yeah, we didn't we didn't think about that. Usually, <laughs> steroid tests don't trickle down to fantasy draft, but no need to worry. Everyone at this competition is WADA compliant. Yes. Yes. So we're good. That's don't even don't even bring it up. Wada compliant ignore, rules. Ignore, yeah. Ignore cases of money being handed around like they did in weightlifting. Just ignore that. They're Wada compliant. <laughs> yeah, Bulgaria has never been kicked out of any Olympic competition. Correct. They weren't banned for something like eight years, I believe. Or I mean, Russia either, unless you're counting the IPF. Yeah. yeah, but they're 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 allowed to compete with for for them. But yeah, we'll we'll consider that uh, in in the future there. And I don't even know when that'll be. That'll be like two weeks after the fact. But Harrison, yes, rounding out the so, fourth round. Who do you got? All right, looking through uh, the people that we have left, I think um, I'm going to go with the 83 lifter Emilio Coti Cometti. Uh, I think he is going to get a solid second place. I mean, we know Russell Horgie is going to uh, dominate the 83 kilo, kilo class just with his openers. But looking at who is left in that division, I think he's going to be a very solid 
Uh, I mean, it's going to be close for a second. I mean, there's uh, Nicolay, Emilio, and Giannis. And I think all three of them are going to be up there. But I still think, based off of my research, Emilio is going to pull away. Just was, that your, was that your next pick, Angelo? I knew you were wanting the bias towards the Italians at some point. Um, actually, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about next pick because I might get a little creative in the fourth round. But like, you know, the thing with Emilio though, which has nothing to do with his lifting, he's a private account, and I requested to follow him, and he hasn't accepted me yet, and it makes me sad. Well, you don't have enough Instagram clout yet. You need at least forty thousand followers. Oh, I am very sad about that because I thought because I'm. I like trying to follow every single Italian lifter ab- abroad uh, in 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 Italy, and yeah, I I I, I I'm sad about that, but I think it's a great pick. Like his total is legit. Um, apparently, in Italy, like their competitions are super super strict. Like that's been the word I've been getting from uh, from the Italian lifters. So I think he had nominated total at seven seventy five. I think he'll yeah. take second as well, um, and of course. If I'm not rooting for the USVI, I'm definitely rooting for Italy. The opposite of the World Cup, because the World Cup and Euro Cup, I mean, obviously the Euro Cup, but the World Cup, I root for Italy, and then my second team is the United States. So IPF World is a little different. All right, well, going into our fifth round, I am going to edit the podcast. Thank you for everyone who's tuned in. We are going to archive this Twitch, and this will be the end of the recording. Uh, Be sure to tune into Twitch. Um, when you, if you want to see or the rest of the draft. All right. Peace guys. We'll see you guys next week.